Year after year, we narrate, retell the resurrection events of Jesus. The crowning glory in the life of Christ here on earth was when he rose from the dead, but preceded by the crown of thorns and the cross of Calvary. Now to get a better perspective of the depth and meaning of the death of Christ and his resurrection, let's think about our national heroes in the Philippines like Jose Rizal, Apolinario, Mabini, uh, Gregorius del Pilar, and others. They are national heroes. Did they liberate the Philippines from Spain? No. They motivated the Filipinos to walk, uh, fight for independence. But Jesus gave his life for the salvation of every human being on earth, particularly for those who will believe in him. Our national heroes did not really free the Philippines from the Spanish rule, but we thank God for them. He gave the incentive to the rest of the Filipinos. In the process of time, both the Filipinos and the Spanish, many died. But in the case of Jesus, he died alone. He gave his life for sinners. And this excites me. This one, Son of God, gave his life. Now today we'll share with you some of the great spiritual blessings of his resurrected life. I repeat, Jesus said, I am come that you will have life and you will have it more abundantly. Let's pray. Oh God in heaven, I pray that we will not be deprived of the great meaning of your incarnation, of your death on the cross, and resurrected from the grave. You are a wonderful Savior, Lord Jesus. We worship you today. In our own self, we will not comprehend, but your Holy Spirit will make us to understand. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. The Lord laid upon my heart today that I will not give you my message. I will only relate to you God's message. Found in Ephesians chapter 1 and 2, and we will go very, very fast with that. When the death of Lazarus came to the news to Jesus, it was four days after that he came, and there Mary and Martha were grieving. And when he said, I am the resurrection and the life, Martha said, yeah, I believe that. On the final day, we will resurrect. Then Jesus said, let's go. Bring me to the graveside. Lazarus come forth. What an authority. And Lazarus came forth alive. Now, what does that relate to me? It's because we were born in sin. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So as we come now to Ephesians chapter 1, verse verses 3 to 6, and we're going to see these points here. The gracious act. We're talking about the Father. In the verses, verses 3 to 6. See verse 4. Now, verse 4, we see the timing. Before the foundation of the world. Even before he said, Let the earth. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Even before that. Jesus is called the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Jesus knew that when he would do that, 
The Trinity will do that because God said He created. But when in the process said, and God said, and God said, and God said, in every way it is His Word. Every aspect of creation is the Word that came forth. And in verse 2, and the Spirit moved on the waters and gave life. The Trinity was in action. But you and me, before the foundation of the world, Jesus already was the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Let's realize that. God did not commit a mistake. He knew. He wanted a people for Him. Grateful people. When He create them, Lucifer and all the other angels will come to, and the devil will try to destroy his creation by sin. But said, I will give my lamb. And he started, but okay, you, the nation of Israel, bring your offering, your lambs to be sacrificed. They were the lambs of the people. But this time it is the lamb. Behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. One lamb. And according to Hebrews, once and for all, there will be no more re- offering of sacrifice repeated. No. It's once and for all. Until the end of time, here on earth, that sacrifice is more than sufficient to take care of it. Now we come to the next. There is an objective purpose that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. In verse 4, second part. According as chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before Him in Him. That is His objective. He'll create it. The devil will corrupt us, but by His Lamb will be made perfected. And another purpose in verse 5 it says having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself yes objective first purpose is to bring us to him that should be holy without frame then we'll become the second purpose is that we'll be predestinated to be the adoption of children not only freed from the condemnation of sin but to become children of God. Praise the Lord. But as many as receive him to them came with the power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And then it is the good pleasure of his will. He said, ah, he did not say, ah, these people, this creation of mine, what will I do with them? I, I made a mistake. No, it is his pleasure. What is his pleasure? That you and I will exercise our will. That whosoever believe it. And because of the exercise of our will, we chose him. We chose Jesus Christ. These are the people who chose me. And forever will live with me. Hallelujah. That makes me very excited. And then objective four. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Why? He knows that when will we come to glory and forever will be praising him around the throne. When we see the marks on his forehead of Jesus. Nail prints on his hands and his feet. What do you say, Pastor? We'll be billions of us. How can we see Jesus? Jesus can just project himself almost before your very face. And can say, we'll just praise him. What a wonderful sacrifice. And then we are made accepted in the beloved. We are not crawling before the begging. No. He is the one who had called us. We are accepted in Jesus Christ, in the beloved. Hallelujah. We feel at home. 
We are not strangers in heaven. We are members of the family of God. We are at home. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. The treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know, I have no friend like you. Hallelujah. We are at home in the presence of God. And so we go on. The second place, blessing is the process. In verse 7, verse seven first part, in hope that Jesus, we have redemption through his blood. The process, the price is the blood of Jesus Christ. And the second is the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. It's not just smoke sacrifice. No, there was no smoke sacrifice in the case of Jesus. It was the redemption of us, the forgiveness of sin. And then verse 7, the third part, according to the riches of His grace. No matter how big our sin is, no matter how much we have sinned, God's grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. You don't say, oh God, I'm so great a sinner. You cannot accommodate me. You cannot handle me. No. His grace is more than enough. Then verse 9, made known unto us the mystery of His will. We are not kept in the dark. He gave us the scriptures. And the Holy Spirit is the one that revives the scripture. And we, remind, remind, we are reminded of His word. It becomes alive. And sometimes even when I sleep, the word of God will just pop up. The verses will pop up. That's why when I read that article, that silent Saturday, I said, wait a minute. Is this true? Then start the... The scriptures were just popping up in my mind. I never heard a sermon about this. But the Lord was just saying, Hallelujah, this, this, this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus was preaching to those in prison. The dead in prison. And then he led captivity captive. Paradise is now empty. And we will not pass by paradise anymore. To be absent from the body is to be present to the Lord. If we do not know scripture and the Holy Spirit will not bring it to our mind, we are lost. But hallelujah, in that moment of prayer, Lord, what does this mean? He makes it known. And then in verse 10, in verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one, all in Christ, both which are in heaven and in earth. All have died ahead. And also us who will be coming later, we'll be just one body. And the Lord was telling me this morning, don't worry. Yes, from the time of Adam, they were in paradise, they're taken up to heaven. You mean there'll be a long, long way, thousands of years before the Lord? The Lord said, no. One day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years just like one day. Talk about preparation for a wedding. They have been preparing the place buying the food and all of that, the clothing of the uh, wedding party and all. Sometimes it takes a month, sometimes a week. But with God, thousands of it's just like one day. Hallelujah. Those have gone ahead will not be waiting so long. Oh, boring. Oh, when will the rest come and will we join and we'll go down with Jesus, go down to the millennium and for a thousand years. A millennium is just like one day. We cannot comprehend it, but in God's timing, it's this 1,000 years here on earth together with Jesus. It's just like one day. But we will be very busy. 
No more death. No more crying. No more pain. No more wars. No more fighting. Just under the rule of the love of Christ on the throne there in Jerusalem for the life. One thousand years, but just like one day. So let's not say, ah, so slow. No, God is taking care of that. He will gather all. In verse 11, he obtained an inheritance. Oh, we are herederos. When we go to heaven as children of God, we are inheriting. Right now, we have already inherited eternal life. But then we'll have inherit a lot of things we don't understand. But we don't have to think about a bodega or a storehouse or a rental place to put those things. No. It is spiritual things that will just bubble and bubble the heart. Our inheritance in Jesus Christ. Our name together with Him. Then it concludes in verse 12 that we should be to the praise of His glory. Not me. Not us. But we are there. Just exalting God, praising Him to the praise of His glory. God has an objective. Jesus has an objective. One day we will just, without reserve, reservation, without reluctance, just praise Him. He paid the price. He our Savior. Hallelujah. But there's still a third blessing. Third blessing is, now we've all gone back to, uh, we go to ch- chapter 2. And those, and you have He quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Yes, God has chosen. Yes, Jesus Christ paid the pride. But for whom? But for us. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that included me. Dead in trespasses and sin. Yes, Ephesians 2, 1, but verse 4 and verse 5 repeats it. Verse 4, it says, But God with rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us. And verse 5, Even when we were dead in sins, that quickened us together in Christ. By grace we are saved. Hallelujah. That is God at work. Then in verse 2. In time past you walk. How did we live? I trust it is not a description of us today. That's supposed to be yesterday. Living according to the course of this world. We are contaminated by the, everything in the world. Especially by Hollywood. According to the prince of the power of the air. Controlled by Satan. Control, according to the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. We just disobey. Break the laws of God. And then in verse 3, living in a time, the last of the flesh, the last of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath. That's supposed to be us before we were born again. Then verse 6, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Am I going to ahead there? It is in Christ Jesus that we are raised. Jesus died for us. But when we die, we are raised. Even today, we are raised together with Christ. That's why again, Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And this life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself. That blessing is for us sinners. Now, yes, God chose. Jesus paid the price. Now it's for the sinners. Now we come to the fourth blessing. We are sealed. According to verse 13, In whom also he trusted, after that he heard the word of truth. We have to hear the gospel first. The gospel of salvation. After that he believed. And then we're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. 
but as many as receive him, to them gave you the power to become children of God, even to them who believe on his name. Receive, believe. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then verse 14, He is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. In verse 13, that work after hearing the gospel, it is the work of the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. It's not the eloquence of the preacher. It's not his dynamic preaching. It is well the work of the Holy Spirit that brings conviction. According to John 16, and the Spirit will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. I think I told you this illustration before. Here was this college student in Manila and joined the uh, Bible study group. And they were given, distributed four citalos and go to the park, then Manila, the Rizal Park, and give, distribute. And this guy, who was very, very shy, came to a man who was very silent and very profound and handed him one. And this man went home and he read and he got convicted. This, this guy who gave him the slip did not say anything, just gave it and read it, to tell him to read it. And he was transformed. And who was he? He was a high-ranking priest in Manila. He left being a priest and gave his heart to Christ and started just to preach. Why? The work of the Holy Spirit. Just now how much of a theologian I am, or my language about theology, or my volume of what I know. It's the Holy Spirit. And the Lord just comforted me and saying, don't worry. It's my work, not you. I said upon this rock, I will build my church. Just do your work. Just preach the gospel. Be faithful. Pray for the people. Show love. Minister to them. That's my work. You cannot transform a person's conviction. You cannot convince him. If he's convinced because he likes to just be with you, you're a very friendly guy, that's not It has to be the work of the Holy Spirit. And I thank God that through the years I've seen that working. And it's exciting because I cannot get glory for myself. Is what God has done. And finally, we are going to see the thanksgiving and prayer. In verse 15, it says there, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. What? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, and revelation and knowledge of Him. Can the pastor do that? No. Only Holy Spirit can do that. Then we go on. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of your calling, and what's the riches of His glory, of the inheritance in the saints. And, in a very long passage here, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe, according to the work of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he, the Holy Spirit, raised him from the dead and set him at the right hand in the heavenly places, 
far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in the world, but also in the which to come, and has put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things, to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Hallelujah! Father, Son, and Holy Spirit working in your life and my life. And I think, but I thank God for what he did in my life. One said, Hernan, I don't expect you to ever be a pastor. You are local. But God is gracious. I thank God. Growing in a Bible school, parents teaching and heading, heading the school. But God was gracious. God is gracious. And if He does, it is only as you believe. As you commit your life to him. He has paid the price. Gave alone. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit involved in our redemption, in our salvation, and preparing future for us. But you know what? Even before we were born, even before the world was started, he already knew. Because God knows the future. He does not decide for you. You and I have to believe in Christ. Then his plans and purpose will come into realization for you personally and individually. And all because Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, became a man. Behold, this is my beloved son and whom well pleased. Went all the way to the cross, died and rose again. And then Jesus said, I will come again in the person of the Holy Spirit. And today, Jesus is here in the person of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And I trust all of this, the objective, we find it to the praise and glory of His name, the Father, to the praise and glory of His name, Jesus Christ, and the praise and glory of the Holy Spirit. We are here only for the praise and glory of God. Let's pray. Oh God in heaven. I pray that your message, not mine, and I projected it on the screen, not mine, your message will really grip our hearts. You have a great plan for all of us and help us not to miss the boat. It's only as long as we're alive that we can believe in you. As long as we're alive, we can trust in you. As long as we're alive, we can give our lives to you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. You're giving us the chance. Until now, you have kept us alive to be able to come to you in a real way. Thank you. Thank you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Okay. This is a long project. I am really in my heart that we will really put this to our heart. We know very well Romans 8, 28. But about 29 and 30. They all are connected together. And let's all read it together begin. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them are they called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son 
that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Hallelujah. Put that in your heart. Who am I? Let this be. Who am I? Who I stand before God? And we can declare together from memory now, Galatians 10.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And this life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Let this burn in your hearts. Who am I? And love of God. Created in the image of God. Delivered by God. And now I will walk the life of Jesus Christ. And that's our theme in our discipleship. Becoming like Christ. So next Sunday I will handle the Bible study. Nobody signed for it. And I hope that others will also sign. Otherwise we will let the... Uh, uh, hopefully the others will also of you will also sign up. And if not, then we'll be assigning again our elders like Rene and Angie and Pastor Jesse, uh, my assistant pastor, working on this. And others who are waiting, you will also volunteer and participate. So, let's just pause for our pastor prayer. God, I obeyed you. I did not give my message. I only gave your message. You have a wonderful plan for all of us. Holy Spirit, thank you. You are making it real. And I pray that this reality will be manifested in our lives. Every day of the week, where we are, the people will see you in us. The way we speak, the way we care for them, before we... Deal with them. Oh God, let them see you. Thank you, Lord, for your wonderful grace you have given to us. We commit to you the many frontliners risking their lives. Oh God, we hear of nurses, doctors dying. They are not exempt. They are two human beings. And Lord, the nurses of a year now. Oh God, Thank you for preserving the lives of those who are still alive today. Lord, I pray that you will just bring out the solution. And also, Lord, the crisis that America is going through, only America, not any, part, not any other part of the world. But America seems to be the hope. And many are rushing in, not only from Mexico or South America, but all over the world, entering to South America, hoping for a future <coughs> in the United States. And the process, many of them already discovered as they're in and they cannot be sent out, have the COVID-19, oh God. And they're just distributed around the United States indiscriminately to go to their friends, to go to their relatives or where they want to go. Oh God, I pray that this work of the enemy to destroy America 
will be rebuked. And that also coming in, we will not hate them but love them. They're desperate for a new life. Oh God, I pray that you just give wisdom to the administration how to handle this. But Lord, we are all in your hands. We pray that the, our churches will be able to love them as they come in, as we come to know them and meet them. Whatever assistance we can give them, we'll give them. But especially for the nation of Israel. Many are returning back to Israel from around the world, real Jews. But to no homes, to no jobs, but trusting you, Lord. And I thank you for the many churches, organizations that are helping the Jews out there. I pray that we can also have a role. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper. Oh God in heaven, thank you. Give us a heart of love that we extend love to them. Oh God, I pray that we as believers also, among ourselves, will know how to care for one another and to love each other. We pray for those who are sick, for Paul, Thank you for you have kept his life going despite his chemotherapy. And now he and Nellie has had their <coughs> vaccination also. I pray, Lord, that you'll be totally healed. Oh, God. And as he comes to church, the whole clan will be able to come back as they all of them listen to the advice of Paul not to come until this lockdown is lifted that we as a church can be together again with them we also commit to you Lord the brother Minda cannot speak and suffering with all other com complications in his body Lord you don't have to enumerate you know exactly what they are we lift him up to you thank you for the eyesight of Merlu has been restored back to work pray for Edwin also Lord Dialysis three times a week. Lord, for thank you for sustaining him. Lord, thank you. You're a wonderful God, especially Lulu with the left arm, no more bone from the shoulder to the elbow. It had been taken out by mistake. Lord, let this be a chance for a miracle to happen that you would just put in another bone that she'll be able to go back. Especially also for Ray, diabetic and getting very weak. You know, he likes to go to any, any church and play musical instrument to serve you with the talent you have given to him. Lord, give to him that healing that he'll be able to restore. The joy of just exalting you through songs. And many others, Lord, around the world who are suffering, our relatives and so on, who lift them up to you. Help us to become prayer warriors, upholding all of these individuals. For every need is an opportunity for a miracle. And Lord, we can pray and see miracles. Thank you for the miracle you did to the auntie of Grace Velos. Give her one more day to live. But when the group prayed around her on the table, on the bed, just grieving as it were, 
On the next day, the doctor said, she's well. And she has now lived for over a year. Your grace, your miracle. And it really worked in the family. They are coming to you. Hallelujah. Lord, let there be more miracles to happen. You are a wonderful God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's just gather as a group. Make a circle. We make this emphasis because we're a body. We have to be aware of everybody. One by one. I'd like to encourage that you can get to maybe give a time. You can pray call by phone with a brother and a sister. Any character in the Lord. As you all pray for each other, I'd like to ask Auntie to lead in prayer. That the Lord will just move in our lives. And that God's message today will he drive us home how special we are before him. Let's pray together with Auntie now. Lord God, we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for this day that um, we celebrate uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. No, Lord, that um, if we die with Christ, we die. If Jesus died for us, we die with Christ. Amen. Just as Christ is risen, we resurrected. Hallelujah. Lord, we know that um, you promised us, Lord, that to uh, bring us to your kingdom. Holy Lord, we are thankful that um, um, you gave us a new life and uh, you made all things new, Lord. So, Lord, thank you so much for for the life that you have given for us, the death that you have endured in the cross. And uh, again, Lord, we claim that uh, you are victorious, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Gain victory against death, Lord. Amen. And um, Satan has no right on on us, whatever things that we can do, because Lord, Lord, that, uh, yes, Lord, we have conquered, you have conquered that through your resurrection. Lord, God, we thank you as well for the message you have given us, Lord, um, that, that always be in our hearts. Lord, Amen. Um, your message that lives in our hearts, that our Lord can use this, Lord, that uh, daily in our Christian way of life oh, for others to see, Lord, that. Uh, your light always shines in our hearts. Lord. Amen. Lord, we thank you that uh, we are we, you gathered us here, Lord, uh, to be as one family. And um, we just pray, oh Lord, that for the rest, of the members of our uh, church, so, uh, the rest yes. of Lord, that who aren't able to come, Lord, that we just pray for their, um, especially for those who have been sick, Lord, that oh, we pray for um, Pastor Ludwig Morfer as well. And, um, we also pray, Lord, for those who have been never been with us for quite oh. some time. Lord, we just pray that uh, they'll be able to come and join us. In Jesus' name. That um, this pandemic, Lord, that will soon be eradicated. Lord, that, oh, Lord, that uh, you're always there to protect each one of us. Oh. Over us, Lord, that with um, Jesus Christ's precious blood, Lord, that uh, we are well protected and sealed, Lord, that, um, the elements of the uh, uh, of the enemy. Oh, Lord, we ask you to protect us as we depart from each other, Lord, and keep us safe uh, 
follow that on our way home. We pray this in your most holy name. Happy Resurrection Day to all of you. Amen. Just bring it, just, just bring the king, okay.